rock that bitch. Like a move. You got to cock that bitch. Oh, you got to rock that shit. Oh, go in the socket. These ain't no old honeys, bitch. These new. Yeah, they blue. And I ain't stepping in no club without my crew. What they? I'm a fool. All my niggas valid. They some loose. Everybody around me up a do. Look, baby, your boyfriend been broke. That ain't nothing new. That ain't nothing new. He don't know about Gucci, Javici, that part of that 50 day Louis. Nah. He don't know about spending a few racks and then make it right back in the morning. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. And he remind me of Sebastian, cause that nigga corny. Corny. Oh, I ain't never popped up perky. How about you? Oh, shorty. Let get a hotel room, see what it do. Mm. I would try to squeeze on the hubba, but she like, uh-uh, these ain't for you. Huh? Unless you short of the money, I probably can see what I can do. Bitch, we got money in here. So you broke, baby, what is you here for? I used to lay my life up on the line, blow the net, and I roll up the window. I was shooting that nigga that six fold. I get to perform when they get low. Fans told me they low, and I was like tenfold. That nigga's throwing a limbo. Yeah. I thought you can never get loose. I thought you can never get loose. I thought you can never get loose. Get loose. Get loose. I thought you can never get loose. I thought you can never get loose. I thought you can never get loose. Get loose. Get loose. Get loose. Say swag. Say swag. Say swag. Get loose. Get loose like you drink Grey Goose. Now knock out the park, Beirut. Got Arrow fit brand new. See that on my kids brand new. New ice on my wrist, nothing new. Now watch how I rock now, shoot. I'm dipping around with the crew. I'm coming in there, oh shoot. Oh shoot, oh shoot. Oh shoot. I swear I'ma raise that roof. That roof. I'm done, but I ain't going nowhere. Hey, you kidding me? Out of my 
show, I got three hoes and I signed three letters on all they titties. Getting these millions, trying to get a billion. I was born one day before a digit. It's hard to make it out where I came up at. Investing myself, made everything back. I just got the yard and I spent 10 racks. Took a hundred thousand out playing catch. In the porn, do a burnout. Had to get a burnout, for us all dope. One year, tell my brother, get out. Gotta sip syrup, cause it helped me cope. I'ma just let the pills do the work I wanna do no more. Got a girl holding me down, I don't give a fuck about fucking things no more. I am DJ Lab. And of course, you know, we got Slick 316 in the building, baby. Staying out the way. Gonna talk without that mic. All that. <laughs> she gonna do all that. We already got our guest for the day in the building, too. What's That's up? Right. Allah, the comedian. Hey, what's up? What's up? What's up, everybody? I'm in the house. Yes, and he brought cookies. Yes, I brought insomnia cookies, not just any cookies. Yes, insomnia cookies. And baby, they good. <laughs> I hope I don't hurt myself. <laughs> But yes, baby, they are good. Right. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Misfits Radio. Allah. Hey, y'all, what's up? So, look, that's right. In the building. In the building. Yes. Hey, y'all, I'm in the building. Listen, it it took me a minute to get here because. I was on a paved road and it ended up turning into a dirt <laughs> road. And I was like, oh, let me, I said, let me call somebody quickly. <laughs> I said, because I, because, okay. Oh, because oh. I, yeah, this is my, this is my first radio, you know, interview. I've really? Before, uh, yeah, but this is my first radio interview. So I'm excited. I'm, well, I'm, I'm stoked to be here. This is the best talk show in the world. Y'all know that, right? Thank you, Westside Miss. I actually think think TMZ stole y'all concept. I really do. You know, he's always said that. I always say that. Really? Yes. Yeah, I think they stole y'all concept. Yeah, I I remember when you mentioned that, and I was just Mm -hmm. like, dang, I don't really look at a whole lot of television. So I don't really know <laughs> what everybody else is doing. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. No lie. Oh, wow. So, yeah, I got to. 
Yep. Oh wow! Yeah, we gotta definitely. Um, I'm gonna definitely That's have right. to look into that. That's right. But I'm so glad you guys on. have invited you know invited me to come on and absolutely and talk about my um show that's coming up. Yes, yes, yes. We're gonna get some information. We're gonna actually we're gonna actually talk to Allah the comedian. <laughs> We're going to get to know you. We're going to get to know some of the things that you have going on. Some of the, even some of the things that we expect to see within the next couple of months. You know, I know everything, nothing is really certain right now. Exactly. But, you know, just some of the things that you, um, that, you know, that, that you want to see happen. Some of your goals, mm-hmm. all of that stuff matter. And before you leave, we definitely have to get you at the Misfits Radio Wall. That's oh. the wall of, of our guests. When you come into the doors, we want you to sign that wall. Oh. It means a lot to us. Oh, you know, fantastic, sure. Yeah. So, what's up? You know what? So, and, oh, you know what I did? I did. Oh. So, what happens is uh, Slick got some, got some Misfits Radio, Westside Misfits books made for us. This is These books are on the table. When you come in, when you have some downtime, whatever, however you feel, and even when we're just up here talking and discussing stuff, you get a chance to look through the books. Those books are actually of um, different guests we've had. Oh, wow. Yeah, starting out from the beginning of West Side Misfits, going into becoming, you know, an uh, entire internet station, where we are now, which is mm-hmm. Misfits Radio. So, yeah. We got a lot going on, and you get you some candy and get you some uh, wristbands. Yeah, oh, you. make wow, yourself at so home, nice. Allah. Yeah. Yes. Oh, right. all right. Yes. But well, yes. just get my yes. thin side. That's so, all I ask. Just get my thin yeah, side, y'all. Yeah, I'm say the thin side. What? Yeah, the, just get my thin side. Look here. When I tell you, I you okay. So we have. This is my cousin. Let me just say this. Yes. <laughs> this is my cousin, and, and people always don't. Everybody, your cousin. Yes. Yeah. It's a gazillion of us. But it's real. It's just crazy. Right, right, right. (laughs) If you're friends with um if you're friends with him on Facebook, you'll see that um his last name is Cameron is just spelled a different way. We're gonna get into all of that. (laughs) So Allah Allah. The the name Allah, we see that it's spelled different from what we're used to. So where did Allah come from? Well, th- this well, my name came from a spiritualist who I cannot name, but this is the true story. You know, in comedy, you know, sometimes it's, it's based on your name. And I was, back in the 90s, I was doing, you know, you know trying to get into stand-up comedy. And let me tell you, it's a cutthroat business because really? if, if, yeah. your, if your name is not a, a catchy name, because a lot of female names, you know, were always picked first. So, you know, I was going by my, my, my legal name and it just wasn't cutting it. So uh, I was, I met, this, <laughs> I met this spiritualist and, you know, and we were talking and he said, this is your name going forward. Then um, this agent came to me and said, hey, you need to change your name. And so I changed it to the Allah Jamal Kamoran. But what people don't realize is when they hear the name, they go, oh, they, they think, oh, you're Muslim. Oh, he's he's spiritual. Right. And, and then when I open my mouth and it's like, they're like, no, he's not spiritual. <laughs> right. That that ain't it. Oh, no. Right. And, and then you spell it different. Yeah. And I spell it different. So people don't get it confused. Right. Know? Okay. Yeah, so so spelled, that was your idea to spell it the way that you spell yes, it? Yes. I, I spelled it A-H-L-A-H because there's no, there's no other A-H-L-A-H right. out there period okay okay you can google it and you'll see a lot of allies but you won't find an a-h-l-a-h okay because that's what that was the part that i was um mm-hmm. 
that I was trying to see. Because I'm like, okay, Allah, I do know that it's, it's mm -hmm. pronounced like that, but the That's spelling right. of it is different. That's right. So so what made you change the spelling of our last name? Well, the last name came about <laughs> because, listen, I'm just gonna tell you the truth. You know, when you start making money, folks start coming out the woodwork. Right. Be like, oh, that you know, that's my son, that's my baby daddy cousin, that's my baby daddy's no, uh-uh. So I changed that last name quick. You know, so it's catchy. So when people see it, they go, let's see what they're, let's see what this person is about. Oh, you know, especially okay. in Hollywood. Okay. And you know, when you start making money, everybody won't know you. Everybody, oh, I went to school with him. You know, well, you know, well, I well, I wasn't there at the school. I just went by the school. Right, right. But listen. <laughs> that's that's the tr and that's the true reason. How, that's how the name came about. Oh, okay. Because I was just wondering about that, and it's it's kind of weird because I I pronounce it the same way our name is. So, yes. but I know other people would be like, "Come on, like, but, well, you but, know it's who? but it's Kamoran. Kamoran. Yeah. Allah Jamal Kamoran. Yes. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. That's a really dope name. Mm -hmm. And I say, and I and I and boy, do I say some stuff. But it's, it's so, so look, so when when it comes to comedy, because I had no idea that you were in comedy. Let me mm -hmm. just say that. So when I found out, I thought that was really really dope because natural. Just being honest with natural, we are kind of funny. Well, we come from a family of yeah, tall tales, right? They, they can tell right, them. and exactly. Yeah, so, yes. yeah. So that's why I was like, oh, okay. So how how long have you actually been doing comedy? Uh, since ninety five, since nineteen ninety five. Wow. Yes. Okay. But th but I had a past before then, which we'll get to. But I um actually started in nineteen ninety five. I, I started doing. I went to Uptown Comedy Corner to get into open mic night, and um that's when Earthquake was real popular. It was out in Buckhead. Okay. And um I I you know I went up on stage cause, and th this particular night they picked me, and I I got up on stage and let me tell y'all something. Comedy is 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 fun, but when you get that heckler that just won't stop. Listen, I had a heckler that just wouldn't stop. Hecklers are real? They are real. Yeah, they are. And he kept saying, I bet you can't button that jacket. And I was like, you know, excuse me, let me stop just one second. I said, hey, brother, listen, I'm trying to, you know, do my thing up here. Can you kind of cut me some slack? And he was like, I bet you can't button that jacket. And, you know, and I, had, <laughs> I had to let him have it, you know. And, <laughs> and so after the show, I went to the bathroom. I really couldn't button the jacket. <laughs> I said, damn, he was right. So wait a minute. Yeah. So uh, wait a minute. So hecklers are real. They are real. They are real. Now, 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 now listen, I've been in Hollywood. I, you know, I lived in Los Angeles for a while. I went on auditions. I've done some stuff. But let me just tell y'all, some, some celebrities, they might, you know, set up some stuff where they, you know, pay people to say, yeah, I want you to do this and I want you to do right. that. You know, if right. I go to a mall, I want you to say, hey, there's so-and-so, man, can I get your autograph? Listen, we, we, we know all the tricks. Well, if you've been in that industry, you know all the tricks of the trade. But right. I'm here to tell you, hecklers are real. They are. Oh, wow. Yes. I ain't... Yeah, <laughs> and they just be people that just random people? They're just random they people. Just they fuck with you. They to, they mess up your set. Yeah. So... Oh yeah. What? Yeah. So you. Just I will be the yeah, went off. So have, how do you contain yourself? Well, listen. You know, I have to. You, you know, I have to. I have to remember because you know because you know, you know, I, I'm a lover. I'm not a fighter. But if I have to, look, I ain't no killer. But don't you push me. Right. Right. Okay. Ass end so, up in the so choke. Don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. I used to watch WWF. And <laughs> <laughs> I used to watch. No, it. you ain't gonna pull the wrestling moves oh. out of here. Now, now, look, we're not gonna get into the story when I was uh, a so, so called amateur wrestler, but that's a different story. What? Oh, 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 look, listen, y'all. You are a little tight? I have tried. Look, 
I, girl, I had, I had on a, I had the leotard, <laughs> unitard, sequins, mask, cape. I had a cape. No. And and I never forget. I gave myself the name, um, the Mangler. And I and I was gonna go the down Mangler. to West Georgia and I was gonna make I was gonna make an imprint in wrestling. I made an imprint all right. <laughs> I went in, girl, I went I went in that ring. And somebody tapped me on the shoulder and I turned around and I said and I said who the hell are you? And he says I'm the stumper. All I know is the bell said, ding. <laughs> when I woke up, I heard the referee saying, Mangler, can you hear me? <laughs> Damn. So, so, yes. so wait a minute. Oh, yeah. What? It was what? an exhibition match. I, and, and, and what happened was there was a green rope and a red rope. I went through the green rope. The green rope is for professional wrestlers. And, uh, and the other one was for amateur. Oh, you don't went to so the wrong damn side. I had, look, I hadn't done any paperwork. No, no, nobody knew who I was. So the 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 the, um, the ring manager came in and asked me, he said, who sent you here? And I said, the agency. They said, what agency? I said, no, I said, the AJC, the Atlanta Journal Constitution. They said, he said, he said, get his ass out of here. He got to even wrestle. I hadn't done no paperwork. Girl, girl, it was sequins all over the stage. The mask was somewhere. The cape was somewhere. And and, I, and this little white lady, she was at the edge of the, edge of the ring. She said, the mangler got mangled. I said, yes, ma'am. <laughs> right. And the folk bending. Listen, let's just say wrestling wasn't my niche. Right. Okay. Now we're back at comedy. No, okay. No, no, never again. That is so funny. I could have gotten myself killed. I, did, I didn't know what I didn't know what end was up. So you just moved to L.A. on a humble. I just moved on a humble. Let me tell you. Okay. Let me, let me tell you what, the, the, the true how I got into comedy, honestly. Um, I, I grew up in the West End. I went to high school at Brown High School in the West End, and it was my 10th grade year. Um, two of my classmates, I'm going to call their names because I don't know if they remember this story, but our sophomore year, they did a Secret Santa. I didn't participate in it, but they, some of the students did a Secret Santa. And it was Aisha Chike and Rhonda Hall. They were very serious. They were very academic. They were very serious. These were serious sisters. They was about that business, right? Mm -hmm. And um, they never laughed at anything. So Aisha received uh, some earrings, some fruit. It was some bananas, apples, and some stuff like a necklace, and it was some fruit earrings, like, mm -hmm. you know. And I, I looked at it, and I said, okay, I said, Rhonda, be careful. I said, if you piss, I, if you piss Aisha off, she's going to hit your ass with some of that fruit. <laughs> right. And when I said it, I didn't realize, like, what an impact it had. Both of them, were, they were dying. The whole class, the whole classroom was in an uproar. But I told her, I said, if you, I said, if you piss her off, she's going to fuck you up with a piece of that fruit. <laughs> <laughs> and they just started laughing. And, and, and when I thought about it, I said, now, this is your calling right here. Right. So I knew at that point. That you know, I want to do something in entertainment, but because I wasn't really, I wasn't really talkative. I was, I was sort of popular, but then I, and then I wasn't. You know, I'm, I was one of those kids that you know, I'm one of those kids. You know, you throw the football to me on the football field. If you throw the right. football in the bushes, right. I run in the bushes and come out with a beehive. <laughs> right, right. Oh, so you ain't athletic at all? Yeah, but, well, <laughs> hell, it looked like a football to me. So I, you know, so I'm one of those type of students. You know, I'm one of those type of people. You know, people see years later. You know, hey man, how y'all doing? I went to high school with y'all. Like, who the hell is he? <laughs> right, right. They, nobody knows who I am. So, do you go to no, the class reunion? I've never been to any of my reunions. What? None of them. None. When, when I graduated June tenth, nineteen eighty eight, when I when I walked out of Symphony Hall, I never looked back. What <laughs> damn? Yeah. Did you not have a good um, experience in high school? High school to me was like watching paint dry. I just, I just didn't, I, I just, 
I just felt like I didn't fit in there because, see, actually, I wanted to go to Northside High School, School of Performing oh, Arts. Oh, okay, okay. But my grandmother, you know, if you know the backstory, my mom died when I was 12. We moved here from Gary, Indiana. Uh-huh. So I was raised, being raised by my uncles and my grandmother. So I wanted to go to Northside High School, School of Performing Arts, because that's what I really wanted to do. And but she, my grandma was like, that's too far for you to go every day, you know. Right. But there was, you know, kids in the neighborhood that went to Northside, and I really wanted to go there. And you know, and I just really didn't. And not that Brown wasn't a good high school. It was just you had your own idea of exactly. Okay. I know it's so, been a while. So <laughs> then here comes um, a little, a little, a little touch of um, celebrity. Um, I um, win this pageant called Mr. Georgia. Okay, what year was that? It was 1987. It was like 115 contestants. I had never done that before. And, and oh, and I was real cute back then, too. <laughs> let me tell y'all something. Hey, 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 let me let, me let you hold that story for a second. <laughs> let me let me, let me play a little music so I can get, so I tell you on the camera. Okay. Oh, okay. Back, okay? okay. All right, All we'll right. be right back. Well, I love the comedian. All right. Get us in the mix, baby. <laughs> go, go.
Internationally touring, you know. Oh, you're internationally, internationally touring. Internationally touring. <laughs> oh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Good to I see you. I miss y'all. So, <laughs> so um, Allah. Yes. <laughs> about this Mr. Georgia pageant. Yes. Oh, you <laughs> won. Well, yeah, you know, it was really strange. It was 115 contestants. I was only 17. But I always look older than, you know, I, was, I look much older than the, the kids in my class. 
So, um, with like a beard and mustache and stuff. I have, I have facial okay. hair. So people always thought uh, he got to be 21 years old. Mm-hmm. But I'm a 21 years old in the 10th grade, really, dude? But, <laughs> you know, uh, this I was working at this movie theater in Buckhead. Um, a lot of my friends went to North Fulton High School and Northside. We all worked at this little Buckhead AMC th- um, theater, which is called Pork and Screen now. Okay. Oh, but cool. back then, it was just a regular movie theater. And they kept saying, you know, there's a pageant headquarters here. I had never, I mean, I knew about the Miss America pageant. I knew about Miss Universe, but I didn't know about Mister. And they were like, you should. We think you should run for it because now you got to remember back then, my my um my measurements was like a 38, 19, 38. Ah. Yeah. So they were like, you should do it. We, you know, we think you, you know. And I was like, they they got to be out of their minds, you know. So after four months of asking me, I said, you know what? Just to shut these people up, I'm gonna do this 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 competition I wasn't even trying to win it I was just having fun and um ended up winning really so then you go to Phoenix Arizona you compete for the Mr. United States title oh I got first runner-up uh, uh cash prize $3,500 in 1987 that was a lot of money right okay right. so you know I was on cloud nine but it also made me popular make me like one of the most popular kids in school too because when I got back to school that next week, people were like, oh, you know, you know, come over here and sit with us in the cafeteria. Right. Normally, normally, I sit by the exit, by the door. <laughs> but now, everybody want me to sit in the middle of the cafeteria or over here in this part. You know, so I was like, okay, this I can get used to this, you know. Right. So, so it opened up some doors for me. So even years after the pageant, I, had con- I made a lot of contacts in television. So you can go to New York. You can audition. You can go to Los Angeles. You can audition. You can audition. And that's when I found out how shady the business was. And I, I'm not knocking the business because they come and knocking now. I'll answer the door. Right, right, but right. right. It's, it's 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 not what people think. So you know you have to be careful, like who you envy, because you don't know how these people get these these right. roles. You don't know. It is a lot of politics behind the scenes, and I don't like politics. I really don't. So you know, and that's how that came about. So so, what? Are, just out of curiosity, I know that you have an event. Um, coming up on the twenty third, which is next week, um, you got a comedy, a stand up. Is it stand up comedy or like what? Well, actually, it's on. It's it's, it's going to be online, so you'll be able to see it on Facebook Live and uh, YouTube Live. Okay. And basically, what I'm just talking about is my life from my childhood up until my point, from growing up in Gary, Indiana. Uh-huh. Um, you know, dealing with the um, neighborhood bully. His name was Bullet Simpson, all the way up until. You know things that I've gone through. People think you know things that my friend, family, and friends have no idea that I went through. Oh like, wow! Like a lot of people don't even know. You know the first comedy uh, job that I got in comedy was actually from the, the L, you know the LGBTQ community. I was actually I started off in gay clubs as a comedian. Okay. Um, Loretta's oh, wow. matter of fact, Loretta's nightclub in um, back in the day on Spring Street. I, yeah. I, I I mean I passed through a lot. I mean I, I passed. I mean I walked past a lot of big big names like. Lady Chablis, uh-huh. um, Raquel Lord, okay, uh, uh, and you know just big names, big names. Flame Monroe, Flame Monroe is a um, transgender comedian okay. who's real popular now. So I even you know hobnob with Flame at some point during the club scene, but you know it was very brief though. So so that's so that those so the LGBT community LBGT community is a, just was the first ones to actually. Put you in the club. Yeah, because I mean, because these he- these heterosexuals coming. just didn't want me. They didn't want me. <laughs> so I was like, so I had to, so I had to go, so I had to go where the money was. So right. I was a switchboard operator at the Hilton Hotel downtown. I was a switchboard operator, you know, um, at night, and then 
after midnight, I was doing these club scenes. You know, people, okay. People had no idea. You know, I do these club. Now, I wasn't in drag. Don't let, let me just put the, No, I didn't do drag, but I was uh, like an announcer. Would and you I was doing do comedy. drag, though? Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. You wouldn't do drag? Can you? you, can you? Uh, uh, uh. That's uh, a lot. Uh, no, I wouldn't do drag. by itself. Yeah, really? I wouldn't do drag. You know, and people go, and, and, but, you know, I support the LGBTQ community to the fullest because, you know, they embrace me. Right. But, no, I would never do drag. You know, I just think, some, you know, I, I, as, a, as a male and, and as burly as I am right now, no, I don't think so. <laughs> Look at mm -mm. wait a minute. But check out that facial expression. No, though. I don't think so. <laughs> no, mm -mm. just say no. No, because you know, because well, you know, because you know, wearing these masks, right? Wearing these masks during this um, pandemic, uh -huh. people don't know if I'm a I'm a guy uh, I'm I'm a male or female. So I, I can go in the store, guys be like, "Hey, man, y'all let this lady come through." I'd be like, "I'd be like, well, I'll be damned." <laughs> right, right. But you know what? I go through. <laughs> yeah, right. I cut the line because they don't know. You know, right. they don't know. So I probably could do it, but I, I, you probably could make a lot of money. But no, that's not my style. Not if you had no. to do it I'd yourself. Rather, I just want to be a foul mouth comedian. Just say what's on my mind. So. <laughs> oh, hey, boo. Oh, that's one of our cousins out of Tennessee. Mm -hmm. Sheree. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we were. So, you know, it's, it, you know, it's, it's an interesting, you know, uh, you know, Entertainment is an interesting business. It is. It's very, it's very interesting to say the least, and mm -hmm. it's a lot of hard work. Yes, it is. But I see that you are willing to, um, to put it in. What came? What made you want to do the, um, the comedy show for the twenty third? Like, what inspired you to do, do it virtually? I know with all this, everything mm -hmm. is going on. Yes. But what inspired you to actually? open up to doing a virtual comedy show where you would need tickets to get in and things of that nature. Well, let me just tell you what happened. You know, back in October of last year, I lost my job, you know, and it had nothing to do with coronavirus. Corona would even hear at that time. Right. I lost my job, you know, I, I, for a job that I was doing for 20 something years, you know, I walked, I went into work one day and my, my boss just told me you're fired, you know, and just like that, you're fired. And I said, but you know what? I was so, relieved because you know what i had worked this job for 20 something years making these people rich and guess what i miss family events i, I miss time i have a grandmother my grandmother is 107 years old oh wow so let me tell you something you know one thing i'll say about this this pandemic it has shown a lot of people things that we we, we got away from yeah, right that's what we say, yeah. yes you know you know people you know people don't have conversations anymore or yeah. do anything you know it's it's all about the cell phone you right. know i'm into my little world on social, social media. media and you know pan the pandemic and i feel bad because we lost a lot of people right. due to this pandemic but the pandemic helped me see things clearly uh -huh. yeah mm -hmm. so i said well you know what i'm gonna take this time to I, you know i, I dip the unemployment thing so, you know, I said, you know, you can make this work for you. This is a plus because now you got time to rest, take care of your health mm -hmm. and not worry about a nagging boss of right. uh, whining employees. Because, you know, I was an operations manager. You see? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you know, for for a hospitality chain. So, you know, I was like, you know what? This is your this is your out right here. So take advantage of it. So I started, you know, doing my comedy. I started doing, you know, as you can see, I started doing stuff on YouTube. Right. Um, Facebook because nobody really knew who I was. TikTok, and she she know my history. So I'm scared of her. <laughs> she knows. <laughs> so you know she been all in your bed. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay because like I say, some publicity better than no publicity. But mm -hmm. people need to understand, you know, that you're making these companies rich, and you know, and what's your passion? I don't think you know jobs to me is just stands for uh, just overbroke. 
Right. They're not designed for you to get ahead. And that's what I say. Even if you're not. trying to fund what you want to mm-hmm. do, that's fine to work the job to fund your dreams. Right. But don't just go dreamless Thank trying you. to make them rich. Exactly. Thank mm-hmm. you. And I so, I so agree with that. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, one of the things that I tell a lot of artists out here, you know, it's when you're at your lowest, when you are facing adversity, that you you recognize your greatness. Mm-hmm. And that is so, and, and that's what I gained from this. And I said, you know what? I'm not going to wait for Tyler Perry, Oprah Winfrey, Spike Lee, or anybody to just, you know, or Bravo to say, hey, let's grab this guy. I'm going to promote myself. Right. And push yourself. Mm-hmm. So how much are the um, tickets for I Got Jokes? It's $10. And so the tickets are being bad. sold on e- e- Eventbrite. And, you know, people can laugh. You know, you've had a stressful day. Come on and laugh. And, I mean, and a lot of stuff that I'm talking about is stuff that happens to us every day. Right. Relevant. You know, this stuff relevant. that people can actually relate to. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to it. So, um... And it's just you. It's just myself. And you'll be doing an hour show. An hour show. That's going to, mm-hmm. yeah, that's going to be pretty nice. Lord knows, I, with our family, I got enough right. uh, I got enough material. Right, right. Let me tell you, mm-hmm. I got enough material. Right. For two or three more shows. Exactly. Serious. So, so let me ask you this. I know that um, this will be the first of very many shows yes. that you're going to be doing. Yes. So how often are you look, are you looking to do it at least once a month? I'm looking to do shows at, at least once a month exactly but you know if but if Bravo if if, if they're listening Andy Cohen or somebody's listening <laughs> right. hey right. I'm available you know right. for whatever you okay. know so you know cuz I tag a lot of them on on my posts and things like that yeah. mm. so I I'm available whenever whenever okay you know but you know, but that's what started it. You know, after I lost my job, and I wasn't upset about it. And the really the strangest thing when my boss told me you're fired, it was like I was like yes, because right. now this is my it's out. A relief. This is my out. Because you probably had been thinking, you know, mm-hmm. how can I do this and how can I, you know, uh, work and try to get my, my exactly. comedy on the. And you probably been thinking about that for a long time. Of course. So when it did happen, it was just like. Oh, okay, thank you. And that's exactly what it was. I just said, do you mind if I clean up my office and my locker? And, and he was like, sure. I, and that was it. And I never looked back. That you was, probably thought you were going to be crying. And oh, no, I wasn't. I mean, I wasn't going to act no fool because what I actually did, I went to the grocery store and I bought groceries. <laughs> I, um, yeah, did a lot. Yeah, I mean, I was very what happy that day. Hmm? So, I tell you, you're fired. Uh-huh. You go to the grocery store. Oh, I had already had my grocery list. I was like, oh, good. I can get my grocery shopping <laughs> yeah, done. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Actually get my grocery shopping done early and then early. go spend some time with my grandmother and talk to my little nephews and, you know, start living my and life. chill today. Right. Yeah. That's, that's what's yeah. up. And that's how people should, that's, and that's how most people should react. So what's react. the reason I think why should, they let you go, though, huh? You know what? I really. You look at it as just God. I, I'm just going to, you know, I, I'm going to just say that it was a blessing in disguise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you know, of course, on a lot of jobs, you face a lot of um, you face a lot of um, adversity sometimes mm-hmm. because you might you might be the only black manager or the black director, mm-hmm. and you know it's hard for you know it's hard when you know when we speak about things like this, people look at us like we're crazy. But when you're the only black male, mm-hmm. and everybody else is other, mm-hmm. you see things more clearly. Absolutely. So you're 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 so you're always in question when there should not be any suspicion. Just be just because, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of people can relate to that, yeah. you know. And and I mean, and it is what it is. And you know, when these things happen, you know, you're gonna always be called on the carpet for something, and you could be doing a phenomenal job. He get ass head, um, a lot. 
Mm -hmm. That's right. You got to work ten times harder. Yeah, that's true. And this, this is the real. And this is the real. You know, this is the real truth. And you know, for a lot of these young people that are coming behind us, I feel like you know, with a lot of these young kids that are coming, I just feel like we've lost a generation because, you know, they don't value the same things that we value coming through. That's true. You know what I mean? You know, they don't, you know, I think sometimes this generation that's coming behind us, it, it's the entitlement gen generation. Yeah, they're, oh, more, yes. they're way more entitled. That's my yeah. word. That's my word. Mm -hmm. Entitlement. They're, yes. they're way more entitled. So, mm -hmm. it's, it, let me tell you something, but that's the part of, um, I honestly feel like that's a part of our job to kind of push them through that entitlement stage. Mm -hmm. And... Because they, they are very entitled, and a lot of times it's because people have gone through so much, and they don't want their kids to go through exactly. it. Exactly. Not knowing that what they went through made them who they are. That's right. So that's why you could be the person that you are, because you did go through that. That's it. So, like, you and your children will hardly ever have, like, the exact same struggles, mm -hmm. but, you you know, it'll be something that, that they're going to go through, and it's going to be our job to kind of push them on through it. That's right. And... We talk about being entitled all the time because we see it. Like, yes. we see it in our own kids. Mm -hmm. I, I was just telling them yesterday, out of my four children, I have one that is super entitled. <laughs> and I just tell her oh, no yeah. for the I hell of it. I, I just too. tell her no for the hell of it. How you, how you yeah. doing today? No. Right. She be like, that's damn. Right. <laughs> like, that's like, right. that, but I feel like that's my position for that's her. Right. No. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Damn it, no. And I've always had a job. I started mm -hmm. working when I was 13 years old. And see, I started I at 14. Paying taxes, you know, you know, doing my thing. It runs yeah. and I, right. You know, mm -hmm. I've, I was, you know, I, I wanted to do things for myself. Right. Rather than have people just always give me stuff. Really, and then, like with, like, with you, you lost your mom at an early age. I, I lost my old. dad at an early age. I so remember. I think that, too. You know, has yeah, a lot to do with, yeah, it plays a part in, um, you know, just kind of having a different outlook on things. That's right. So I, I honestly believe that. The, um, the, oh, are you interested in acting? That's what I was going to ask you about. Oh, oh, definitely, yes. Yeah, I'm saying, you know, that's, I, that's obvious. Yes, I, I do, you know, and I actually did a, a few things, you know, um, if, you know, if you saw my, um, background uh, you know I, I did some things with NBC and that was because of the pageant the pageant had connections with NBC so I was able to audition for a lot of things you know to a people's surprise a lot of people don't know that um that I was possibly being considered for a different world really so, yeah I I was actually talking to Cheryl Bear I don't know if she if she's listening to this interview I actually they transferred me to her office on a phone call to speak to her about a role on a different world Oh man! And the crazy part about it was they, that was my favorite show. That they weren't really, you know, look. They were they they weren't looking for the type of role. They weren't looking for new talent at that time. But she she actually talked and she and she was like, "How did you even get through to me?" I said, "No, I just called NBC and this and they transferred me to your office." And we talked for like thirty minutes, and she was really she was really nice lady. She was really trying to help me. So you know, it's, you know, I did something with um, I did a, um, something with Mario Van. Okay. It was a, a movie called Urban Crossfire, but I wasn't the main character. I was like one of the little people in a few of the scenes, but um, he will never forget me. <laughs> that was a drive-by shooting scene where we were filming, and I actually 
that pass gas. I'm sorry, y'all. I farted <laughs> in the van during, during, yeah, and everybody was like, oh, my God, like, what is that smell? And I was like, I'm sorry, y'all. I didn't have breakfast this morning. I'm a little nervous. They were like, cut, cut. And so Mario Van Pee was. Not cut, cut. <laughs> so Mario Van Pee was looked back there and said, dude, I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But guess what? To continue to film me, they actually picked me to stay in, through the entire scene. We like filmed from like eight o'clock that morning until like midnight that night. Really? They, they kept they kept me on the set, so I guess that gas really worked. Right, right. Yeah. See, so going to try to pass so stuff, stuff. Right. So stuff. <laughs> it's, it's the craziest stuff that gets you noticed. That's what I mm -hmm. learned at that, at that moment. And I did it like a like um like some appearances on I'll Fly Away which was like, um, Regi that, that was Regina Taylor and Sam mm -hmm. Waterston. It, it mm -hmm. was like stuff back in the 90s. Love Potion Number 9, the movie. I was like, and mm -hmm. I was in a, a scene out of that movie. So you've been in movies and mm -hmm. shows and, yes. and stuff like that. Yes, I just haven't had that. Um, Main character. Yeah, and yeah. I was fired off of um, In the Heat of the Night. I, that How was you get fired off In the Heat well, of the Night? Well, before it even got started, I, I miss, <laughs> I, <laughs> and I'm just, I'm being, I'm being honest, you know, um, uh, this lady, I'm trying to remember her name. She was trying to, she got, had gotten me an, an, an audition. But okay. then they said, okay, we're just going to go with you. And mm -hmm. it was a scene where I was supposed to play like a drug addict. But I couldn't get to the, to the set at 4 a.m. So I didn't know, I didn't have uh, like a contact person I could call and say, hey, I can't get to the set. And so they pretty much fired me. Okay. Right? And she, and, you know, she was like, "Well, you'll never work. You'll never work again in this industry as long as I'm casting, you know, in the state of Georgia." And I was, and I was very apologetic. I didn't know who to contact to to get to the set at 4 a.m. But you know what? That's okay. I ended up doing a lot of other stuff after that. But mm -hmm. yeah. So you would be surprised. I hate when people do that and say that, like, yeah, girl, like shut they up. Can speak that into existence. <laughs> do you yeah. have, do you have a um an agent that you work with, or do you do most of your own? Well, I have an assistant. Her name is Tara M. Brown, and she does all my scheduling and all that. But I don't have an agent. But I can. I would like to have an agent. Okay. If one is listening. Yeah, yeah. Put okay. it on out there, right? You know, one so, is listening. Yeah. So who is the girl that be in the videos? Like the voice that I, because I heard I, like. Oh man, Th those people that you hear, those are like that's my that's my inner circle. That's Shirley, and I know she's probably looking at this interview saying, "Don't say my name," but it's, that's Shirley. Okay. Tara is one of them, and and we just do all kind of crazy stuff in the grocery store, just random stuff. Oh, okay. Just I'm the, I'm the whistleblower. Look, if you're my neighbor and you're doing something illegal, I'm telling on you. <laughs> right. So yeah. you're the whistleblower. I'm the whistleblower. I'm telling on everybody. Damn. Mm -hmm. I cannot. That's right. So, because so, I kept hearing the lady voice, and I was like, <laughs> that's who Shirley. that? That's Shirley. And, she, and she's like the person that's obviously, you know, she's, the, she's like the voiceover person, so she's like the person in the background. You'll never see her. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. so, when you, so when you come up with content, you're at, like the content for your comedy is basically based off real life. Real life stuff. stuff. Okay. The, the stuff that you're going to hear on Sunday, is these are actually people. These are real people. This is not stuff. These are real people. And these and these things they actually happen. You gonna tell yeah. them about that time when our cousins got to find at the cemetery? Oh man, that was crazy. Hazel, <laughs> Hazel and Pete got into a fight down by the riverside. <laughs> I know it sounded like a song, right? <laughs> oh, you know she she slapped him. She slapped him, and he hit her so he hit her so hard. Her wig spin around and was on the side of her head like a kangol. <laughs> I was like, and, and at this time I was really young, and I'm sitting there like, did he really hit her? Hold. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we have some interesting family members, let me tell you. <laughs> but he gave her that $20 he owed her. <laughs> okay. Because that's what it was about. See, that's what it was about. $20. Which he owed her for like three years. <laughs> and she finally caught up with him at the family reunion. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, you know, so, yeah. I mean, look, and people probably said, some people are out there listening like, they crazy, but no, no, y'all got family members like that too. <laughs> right. I understand you don't want people to know about it, but hey, it, everybody you know, got that group of family. Thank you. You can pick your friends, but you stuck with your family, right? Yeah, if your your family with you. That's right. That's all yeah. I can say yeah. is which. And we we I, like the <laughs> my daddy's side of the family is big on like mm-hmm. family reunions and you know and stuff like yeah. that, but. Yeah. You got definitely got some stories to tell oh, oh, <laughs> from, yeah. that, from those three, four days when y'all be together. You be like, what I'm the hell? You. But yeah, so you definitely so your content is basically on real life issues. Real like life that's issues. the kind of comedy that I like. Yeah, like you know how because I don't even know what other what other comedy like. I don't know, but I like real life comedy. I like to be able to relate, and I think because you that's know most comics have. Yeah, most comics you know. have that um, those characters, and they base them off of somebody in their family. They're not going to name them the same name sometimes, but, but that's who they be. That's yep. who they are, yeah. <laughs> no, well, no, no. You know, like, don't they, say have that. They, they have a character name. Know, name is whoever. Do, do you go into character at all? Like, do I do I do like? Cause see, like I like my my, my like stuff like Madeo. Like that's I like that kind of comedy mm-hmm. too. So I like the characters too, long as it's relatable. Now I'll be honest with you, I I, I have done that, but it just takes me a long time to come out of character. I, I yeah, I have to. It takes me a minute to come out of character because I might go to the grocery store and be that same damn character. <laughs> right, damn. a fool. So yeah, because somebody bruised my tomato. What the hell are you handling my tomato like that for? Like, looking at me like, what the hell is this man talking about? Why did you throw my ice cream like that? Man, that ice cream ain't got no feelings. Right. That's me. That's so. So sometimes I try not to go too much into character because it's hard to come out of character. Well, being an actor, that's what you're gonna have to do. That's what you're gonna have to do because you know they lose weight, they gain weight, they you know they, they lose they, weight. Yeah. Yeah, they practice. I mean, they, they look at wait a minute. No, look at you. No, you you seen you seen some, some of them. Um, they, they have to get real weight. little to play a role. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you right. You know they have to. Um, well, they might not consider me for that part, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but of course they have help, and then them dollar them okay. them zeros help you out too. You right. Oh, you, you okay? Them zeros you got a good help point you out. there. Yeah, but you know, because I'm gonna tell y'all, I I got one I got one friend. I don't want her to send me no more diet stuff. Sent me something from yeah, you gonna get ripped, honey. I got ripped off. I took that stuff. <laughs> it looked like I ate up everything in the kitchen. I told her, you're going to lose some inches. I lost seven inches around the lips from all that chewing. Right. I, don't you send, I told her, don't you send me nothing else. Don't you send me shit else. Don't you send me nothing else. And then you got to be careful because people just selling shit and they don't yeah. even be. My li- I got these skinny lips. I don't you send me nothing else. Look, nothing. Say, that's all, nothing. That's all nothing. you got out of it. I ain't yeah, yeah, That's no. funny. Send me all this stuff to me. It gonna help you. You gonna you gonna slim fast, honey. I slim slow. Right. <laughs> right. Don't you send me nothing else. I you you don't you send me nothing. else. Everything ain't for everybody. Yeah. That's just what it is. Well, she definitely. How how would we be able to um gain? How would we be able to contact you via social media if we if you wanted to be booked? If somebody oh. wanted to book you, how do they okay, get in contact with you? Okay, on Facebook, you know, I have a lot of you, you can um you can email Tara. Her name is Tara M. Brown. Mm-hmm. And her, I'll give you her email address, and it is Tara, H S H S O High School High School, at yahoo.com. Okay, and, and she'll she, re- and she'll reply within 
an hour or so, but she'll reply. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. So mm -hmm. she's the one. So um, are you, what's your name on Facebook? Uh, Allah. Okay. Allah. It's A-H-L-A-H. -A -H, okay. And then Kamoran is K-A-M-U-H-R-E-N. Um, and, and then a lot of comedian is on all the other the social media sites. So you can so see you on Twitter too. I'm on all of them. Oh, okay, cool. On every last one. TikTok. And I don't know what the hell I'm doing on TikTok. Cause they, <laughs> cause they, you know, they, you know, they, that's the one where they, people, you know, cause y'all gotta be careful with TikTok and I'm not talking about your TikTok, but yes, I am. Listen, y'all gonna wake up one morning and y'all gonna go outside and the sky gonna be full of spaceships. Cause all this, this gyrating and all this stuff, these folks, these ritual stuff, these folks be doing, y'all be careful. On TikTok? Yeah, on TikTok. Oh, that's, you know what I'm talking about. He see, he know what I'm talking about. Yeah, they be on. I yeah. ain't never been on that. Okay. You got, you got one. You got, you got somebody doing a, they doing a pyramid like this, and then somebody behind them, and they stick their arm. I'm like, what the hell going on? I'm like, what the hell they doing? Oh, no. They're dancing. but I will say they have a witch talk. See, they do have a witch talk. Didn't I tell y'all? What the hell is that? Witch talk. Um, they have it. You just uh put it in um. Uh, like the hashtag or the search field or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's like a whole, you know, just a whole row of that. But they do have a witch talk. And how I find out about it, because I have, I'm in this group on Facebook. Mm -hmm. And and these young white girls call themselves hexing the moon. What? Mm -hmm. And uh -huh. they were, everybody was like, they done lost their damn mind. They don't know how powerful the moon is, you know, for those who are in the metaphysical world, mm -hmm. who believe in the metaphysical thing. Yes. You just don't do no shit like that. You know what I'm saying? That's just like you just saying, okay, I just want to die. You know, because the two, the one, okay, so it was a coven. You know, a coven is a group of witches. Mm -hmm. So it was a coven. It was three It was three little young white girls. One of the girls, her feelings got hurt by this, um, this guy who was supposed to be of the fae. Mm -hmm. And if you don't know what the fae is, it's a fairy. Mm -hmm. Um... And for those who believe in stuff like that, fairies are, they're very friendly, but they can be very dangerous. Yes. Oh. And so if you mess with them, they will curse you for the rest of your life type thing. Mm -hmm. This is what is believed. Really? Um, so the, the, the guy hurt her feelings. She was mad and was like, she felt like the mother moon should have been protecting her or whatever. So they called themselves putting the hex on the moon. So it came, it became popular where well, it became, it came across me in that group and i was like what the hell is a witch talk i had never heard of that mm -hmm. so when i go on tiktok so of course i have it i have tiktok don't say i have tiktok on the phone mm -hmm. and you just you put do it tiktok i mean mumu does it like she have it on there she likes to watch it because oh. she be dancing because she a savage you know yeah, oh. yeah, yeah savages yeah mumu is a savage she whispers in my ear and say mama got a secret i'm a savage and then i said oh. okay you know so mumu and tiktok is. so i go on tiktok and I said, okay, well, let me look up witch talk. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And lo and fucking behold, it was a witch talk. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah, so yeah. you know, you have to be That's really careful. Dangerous. Yeah, so you have yeah. to be really careful. Just like they were saying stuff. that broom thing where yeah. everybody was doing that broom thing. They was like, That's why 2020 fucked up because everybody was putting that broom in the center of the damn floor. On, on my page, y'all saw when I was talking about standing up those brooms. I got, yeah. if you go back, you saw it. And I was telling everybody, I said, ever since y'all messed with them damn brooms <laughs> right. and, and, and all this all this stuff y'all did on TikTok, I said, you know, I woke up, well, my hair just wouldn't go down. My hair just wouldn't, the shit was just standing up. I said, y'all <laughs> stay off those so Y'all, I'm serious. Girl, I woke up, I said, what's going on around here? And then I go in the kitchen, there the broom standing. I said, that damn broom need to be doing some sweeping. Exactly. You know, I said, what's going now on? If it would have started sweeping, you would have passed out. No, I wouldn't have passed out. What I you would have did? Let me tell you something. I would have probably went to the moon. Mm -hmm. I oh. probably would have booked. Look, look. 
I, I would have left this planet because that broom ain't supposed to be sweeping. No, not by itself itself anyway. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and you don't, and you really, you know, and it's, uh, you know, the mind is a powerful thing. It is. Absolutely. So you have to be careful what you put in it. Mm Mm-hmm. Have to be really careful what you put in it. And the universe, you got to Yeah, and the universe, it listens. So, you know, you just have to be careful. So I just tell a lot of people, you know, if you're going to do all this stuff, know what you're doing. Like that ALS, what is it, the bucket challenge? If you you Google the history of this stuff, it's all satanic. A lot of it is satanic. Well, mm-hmm. sometimes, well, sometimes, you know, some of the fun stuff mm-hmm. you'll realize if you go, like you said, if you go and so research it, it, it's like everybody does. Oh, it's so fun. It's so fun. It's so fun. <laughs> and then when you do it and you realize, you realize the history, you know, just like sometimes when they when they do those things on Facebook where they say, who's your first child, who's your second mm-hmm. child, who's your third child, right. where you went to school. I feel like you're getting too much information. That's too much information. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Like, I don't do I don't do those a lot. Me you know neither. what I'm saying? I rarely, rarely, I did like one or two. I was like, hold up. They ask for everything. What's your mama's name? What's your daddy's name? Who the favorite? Yeah. Who ain't the favorite? You know what I'm saying? And, and, I've seen that. Stuff, yo. and the crazy part about it, y'all, and you know, and she made a, a very good point. And here's and here's another uh, thing that you, you want to realize too, is when you you know when you're doing these things, you know, you don't you don't know what it is that you're exposing yourself to, but it's it's it's, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's it's really crazy. Well, I can only imagine though, like we're living in a time now where, like it's. Like, robotic yeah mm-hmm. all that you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah it's 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 a different type of time and like a lot of things are going to it's going to get even more difficult with technology coming along it's like, like when you open yes. the phone with your face yeah there you go they're gonna hold they got your whole face thought that we would be doing that 10 years from 10, 10 years, years ago. ago right yeah mm-hmm. like so stuff like that artificial like intelligence gonna, that's what exactly to, artificial intelligence it's going to yeah. continue to um to be big it's going to continue to you know to grow and I guess from my generation standpoint, because I'll just say to for anybody who's over 40, mm-hmm. from my yep. standpoint, I guess we just have to get in the curve. I don't know. Get in the mix kind of stuff. Yeah, because there are going to be certain things that we're not going to really like agree to or mm-hmm. want to be a part of because, right. you know, that's just what it is. So it's kind of like we got to get in the curve some kind of way, though. We still mm-hmm. can't just like brush it out or push it exactly. out of our mouth like we gotta still under try to not really understand it but at least you know what i'm saying got get a concept from it because if we don't we'll be completely totally lost around here so anybody mm-hmm. over 40 mm-hmm. i say embrace the changes and just kind of go with them because your children are gonna be running circles around you or your nieces and nephews are gonna be Mm-hmm. Doing all kind of stuff, and you ain't gonna be able to help them or guide them. Cause these kids come out using phones. Yeah, that's right. Like they use the phone, they know how, they will decline yeah. your call so goddamn yes. fast. Mm-hmm. But and they know, they how, to know how to go through YouTube uh-huh. without even know how to read. Thank you. Yeah, my my daughter do that. Mm-hmm. Just whatever she want, and now she knows. You know, she she can recognize words. She can't spell them, but she recognizes them. So if she see level up, she just click on it and just like okay, that's level up because I want to watch level up. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, they, like, they it's different. See? And what oh, you say, wow. Rico? Oh no, Carlos had to pay that fifty dollars bill. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am. Really? Yeah, she needed to catch up. Yeah, Carly. Carly said I missed this shit. Yeah. So y'all didn't record it? No, you missed the whole point. They didn't know. <laughs> they didn't know. So y'all just get the bill, like how mm-hmm. um Kendall did, Eric. Let me tell you something. She knows the passwords on her mama's phone. I don't know how she. 
And then she was like, man, and I have a bad day. What you say, play? I miss the smooth jazz. <laughs> and I was like, what you do, Clark? She said, I tell play Alexa, smooth jazz. <laughs> oh, wow. So, yeah. These that, children, that, that, they're mad. That show that July with um, one of our uncle daughters, she ordered, a, Eric got a four, $500 damn cable bill, and he was like, damn. what the hell? Right. He calling them, asking them about all this stuff, right. and he go back to Kendall. So, like, it was. But Kendall has always been the one that sits and watch TV. Yes. She's, she's always been like that since a little baby, yeah. She's a TV watcher. She loves you, too. Like, all of that stuff. These kids are, they they just, I don't know. They automatically smart. I don't know how they go, but however, I know we better try to keep up with their ass. Yeah. If wow. we don't want no mishaps. OMG, yeah. have y'all had a chance to see these Zooms that these parents bumping into on the virtual schooling? Mm -hmm. And not even just that, they're not even um on, on mute. Like you're supposed to be on mute. Right, exactly. And they don't be on mute. So you just so you just hear everything. One one man I was reading something, he was like, he told uh what's his name? Darian Jenkins on Facebook. Darian. Oh yeah. Anyway, he <laughs> said that he was on on his son first day of school yes. or whatever. <laughs> and he was like, take the trash out. And the son didn't take the trash out. He was like, take the damn trash out because it stank. And then he said the son, he was like, take that motherfucking trash out. <laughs> and then he didn't take it. He was like, I'm going to beat your motherfucking ass. Take that motherfucking trash out. All on, the, all on the all Zoom. All on the Zoom. Oh, and, wow. And, and he was like, I forgot it was his first day of school. So he thinking he just sitting in front of the, not doing that. And ain't right. paying no attention. Ain't realizing. Like, because that's not something that's normal. Right. So people got to get used to the new normal. You know that's what I'm right. saying? And it's, it's crazy because. Them Zoom meetings, if you do not have your shit on, on it'll be just a mess. Yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be very different. Just like, the, just like they caught the guy who killed but... who killed the mama on the Zoom. Oh, yeah. Yeah, when the little boy was in, the little girl was in school and um, on Zoom. On Zoom. And the, boy, the boyfriend um, came and confronted the mother, and they got into an argument all while on Zoom. And, and he, he shot him. He in, shot, in, he in front of the teacher that was on Zoom with her. So it's wow. going to be different. And people have to be be mindful that mm. it's going to definitely be different. DJ Lab, can you get us to the mix? Allah, before, hold on, hold on, hold on, before we, um, before we go, we got, I got jokes, August the 23rd from 7 to 8. Yes, yes. Tickets we can get from Eventbrite. That's but correct. But what's the, like, what, what is it like, is it, I got jokes at Eventbrite? Yes, or? and if you type in I got jokes or if you just type in Allah, it pops right up. Oh, okay. Yeah. Tickets are ten dollars. Okay. We it is gonna be a good show. I will see you guys there. Okay. Because I will be there. So um and what date is it? I, I'll, Sunday. Next Sunday. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's right. Hey Rod. <laughs> His son is um doing music with uh with with Malachi and him and okay. he was over oh. to the studio the other night. That's right. Yeah, so everybody's just kind of in the entertainment. That's right. That's, that's what we're doing. That's it. So that's right. So DJ Lab gonna get us in the mix, and we'll All be right. Thanks, DJ. Intoxicating your eardrums, mixologist DJ Lab.
my city, you niggas can't give me a mission of foot Look, hey, Bobby, Floss, I need that money in doors Shooter, toss, niggas get shot, tryna go to court Soon as I step in it, I'm reppin' it, uh Head nods, no handshakes, I ain't tryna get affectionate I be with the niggas I know gon' ride most definite, uh I make a mistake, correcting it, Bobby, perfectionist When I feel like it's game time, I get a game plan Niggas again with that, the shoot you back the same hand. Uh, I bet it'll grab me as places the grab me as niggas don't phase him. Uh, I'm willing to win with the mayhem, but I still walk out of great man. It's a mind game, I'm mind in. I play with your mind like a violin. Different places they can find him. I make calls and I dial in. Uh, he can be shooter beside him. Shy, 
come and take a ride. I am nothing like them other guys. I am super fly. Not the one who play on TV, but the one in real life. Come and take a ride. He ain't never got a lot of me. He ain't got to be shy with me. None of these niggas fly with me. I just want you to ride with me. Private just in the sky with me. Sex drive make you proud of me. You can't get a part of me. Excuse me, miss. Pardon me. Pop a perky, get the fuck out like a porn star. Put a check on me. Pussy call me on star. I just, I just test her when I want it. When the phone call. I can call off and stay home. They got my own boss. Pop a perky, get the fuck out like a porn star. Put a check on me. Pussy call me on star. I just, I just test her when I want it. When the phone call. I'm a freak league, but I can't let a broke nigga be. No, no, we for the street. So when you see me, nigga, don't speak. Put him straight to sleep. I don't sell pussy, but this ain't cheap. Abracadabra got rappers and trappers. Yeah, I got some tricks on my sleeve. Drama, I'm with the shit. You want a problem? I want a hit. Oh, hoe ass trick ain't ready to snitch ass and bad weak ass bitch. My DM is flooded, my AP is flooded. Still wet this bitch up with the stick. Don't give a fuck, I'm running it up. Big lotto, I pop my shit. Cause I'm a very freaky girl. Get it from my mama. I'm not with the game. I'm without a drama. Make them give me brain in the front seat of the hummer.
like a snow cone, make her eat it. Once I see her, I give her that dope dick just like it ate her. Then I leave her. I can't get caught up, I can't be on cheaters. Look at them people, you know what it is. Go put that dope up for they breaches. Before they breaches, I'ma get out this bitch and I'm striking, I'm throwing my heater. Whole lot of money instead, it keep coming forever. I'm living my life like a Peter. Dope, I'm straight out of the knife, I'm gonna sell it hard. I'm straight from the knife, I'm gonna bomb me a dime. I dropped out the poultry and bomb me a gun. We bought in the jet, cause my dog got a war.
bitch. That's why you broke as fuck. You still in your pajamas. That's why you ain't got no money. Bitch, I'm in the Bahamas. Somewhere where it's sunny. Cause I'm up for the bag, I'm up for the cash, but for the sunniest. I need a shit fast, if it ain't no gas, I don't really want it. You see that check is my alarm clock, it be ringing nonstop. Don't believe me, bitch, just check the diamonds in my hand. Hit me on Instagram, Instagram. DJ. Cook that shit up, Stay when you come to Misfits Radio. That's how it is, especially Westside Misfits show. Yeah, so he was, um, that's what he said. He was like, dang, but you know, I'm glad he came through though. Uh, I thought he had a good time. He did, he did. That's what he said. He was like, yeah, this, this is, this is the one. Like, I, I will be back. Like, right, I will be back. He was like the guy from Friday night. <laughs> Go come back, but yeah, those and some of your cookies are good. Did mm-hmm. you guys get a chance to um taste them? Yep, he came back. Yeah, the Me neither. I f- no, I forgot. I have heard of them before. It was like it's a, it's a uh, cookie shop that's open at night, late at night. Well, yeah, that's what he said. Yeah. The at first, I thought it was weed, like you said. I thought it. Was, I thought about. It. I say I've heard of them before. I thought it was. I seen no. I seen no grub I seen it on Grubhub or something like that. Um, that I might have run across them or whatever. But yeah, well, they, they really good. good. They're delicious. Insomnia cookies. Okay. Shout out to Insomnia Cookies. Shout right. out to all of the comedians for bringing them through. Yes. Introducing us to something. Yes. Because yes. I would have probably the never model tried and the actor Allah. Right. Right. <laughs> yes. Right. Yes. That was so, funny. He's funny. 
So it's been, um, of course y'all know it's always a lot going on. Yeah, Joe Biden chose his person. Yes. He yes, chose who he, he finally to came choose, out you know. with who he chose. Um, and it is Kamala Harris. Harris? Kamala. Kamala? Yeah, yeah you know, I will fuck Kamala. up a name. Kamala. Yeah, Kamala. It's Kamala. Kamala. It's Kamala. 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 Kamala, because she's Indian. Kamala. Yeah, Kamala. 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 Oh, she's Indian? <laughs> Pronounce your syllables. So she's Enunciate. Like electric company. So wait a minute. She's Indian. Her mom is of Indian descent, and her daddy is Jamaican. Oh, Her mom is Indian from India. Pretty much. Yeah. She colored. Yeah, she is. I became a fan. Let me just say this before you start. I became a fan of Kamala. Thank you. Harris, Kamala Harris, watching the Senate hearings for the vetting of Kavanaugh. Mm. And I think it was one before that, but I remember Kavanaugh, um, Justice Kavanaugh, when they were trying to um, vet him for the Supreme Court nomination. And when I tell you Sister Kate didn't play, she didn't play. She asked her questions. He was like, oh, dog, oh, dog. She said, no, yes or no, yes or no. It don't, it don't require all of that. Yes, no. Did you or did you not? Mm-hmm. But I, 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 you know what I'm saying? It's like she was on it. Elijah Cummins, may he rest in peace. He was on it. I became fans of them but when I started watching that. There's this other white lady. I got to figure out what her name is. She's on the committee, too. Um, she wear glasses. Um, like she might be short. Anyway, I got to figure out who she is. She don't play either. Mm. And they were on it. They were on it. You know what I'm saying? Asking questions, asking questions. And um, with Barr, I think Barr is what, uh, DA now? Mm-hmm. The United States DA or whatever? She wasn't playing with him either. My thing is, why do we always have to be portrayed as angry black women when we're only just trying to either get our point across or we just asking a question? And that's what they look at her as now, you know, now that she's running or whatever. Angry Kamala, angry this, angry that. She's mean. You know, Donald Trump, his camera really? don't go so far. So she's a very mean, mean, very, very mean, mean, mean lady. Bye. That's all he said. <laughs> she's very mean. She's very mean. She's very, 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 very mean. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So I she's stupendously mean. She, yeah. <laughs> she don't, he don't even say that sometimes. He just be like, She's overly mean. Like, I don't know why she's mean, but she's very, very, very angry. She's angry all the time. Angry, she's angry. And she's mean. And she's mean. And she's, and she's angry. And y'all listen to that? I don't. I try to. I flip the no. chat every time he got them talk. I'm just saying. That but that's how, he, that's how he does. So that's anyway. So y'all down angry. And she, you know you can't ask y'all no questions. Well, y'all be tripping, man. And it, the, the thing about it is, we ask a question and then we mean. Yeah, y'all mean. Yeah. I put up a post that got flagged. They took it down. They said it didn't meet community rules. Mm. Um, what the community rules at? What, they they told me to look very, on it. I ain't even very, want to look at this fucking shit. You down into the <laughs> shit, is it? But let me just. Are they sending it to you? Oh, they they do. Yeah, you can look it well, up. Are they vague? I, like they say, we determine what the community rules are. Or, I mean, what do they actually list the things that are against the community rules? 
they list things that are against the community rules. But they interpret what those things are under those. And, and, and also, and okay. also, they told me they also told me that um, they were gonna, they couldn't have nobody to look at my rules because um. There it is. There you have it. There you have it. Just know your shit ain't there no more. There it is. Oh wow. So this is what this is what I said. Same company. Same company. Okay. I was wondering what you, I thought you were typing. Because it's somebody else's material. So how, like, dang, you, so you can't even dispute it? We don't care for that one. We don't so you can't dispute it or yeah and then, so then, but then they came back and said yeah we reviewed it and um, we, it still stands that's what they told me I thought y'all didn't have no people to review the shit cause I disputed it cause you know you was like dispute I said I did Yeah, I did dispute it you know so I'm used to disputing shit from what we do here mm-hmm. so I disputed it because th- this is what I said you guys I said trigger alert some of y'all black folks make me sick Y'all complain about every fucking thing. Somebody ain't black enough. Damn, I thought 1% was enough. She married a white man, so what that mean? She too angry. How sway? Because she voiced her opinion. She she locked black people up. Duh, if you do the crime, do the time. Oops, I forgot. That only applies if it happens to your family. What's she going to do for black people? Hell, what you going to do for yourself or your community? Somebody music too vulgar. Don't listen to it then, baby Jesus. They mm-hmm. they getting too they getting too much unemployment. That's, so mind your business, baby Jesus. Oh, she got know. horns on her head and making and talking about ancestors. She worshiping the devil. How about you do research on African culture and you'll see the same headdresses and where she got it from. This is what they want for us to be divided about frivolous things. We have bigger fish to fry, people. That's all I put up. The baby Jesus got it. Oh, yeah. It was no, the baby somebody Jesus. reported your ass. That's what I said. <laughs> that's why I put up. That's why I put up another post. Ain't none of that. That's why somebody I put up post, another post that y'all didn't block. That said, whoever whoever reported my post, your mama should have swallowed you. Right. But they didn't block that. Yeah, right. exactly. Because somebody reported your post. Some sensitive ass Negro. Yeah. Got sensitive because you said something that they didn't like. And they actually. And they report took the time out they day. Right. To report your so just post. Just press that button. Right. They don't block no because I see it all, the time. all the time. But they'll block Anything and like fight. political and or fight. and fights. Ooh, and fights. I, I put some real bad fights in my t- Let me tell you something. I put up a video of this nigga getting killed. Oh, and, and they didn't block it. They put a little thing over the fence next to the kid. At the end of the day, what? I just wanted to know why as soon as soon as we um get a little acorn, you know, a little coin, or we get a we get a certain status. 
we tear each other down. You know what I'm saying? They was calling her Kamala, Kamala Ho. Not Harris, but Ho. Um, they said she was caught cheating on her husband or something. That, it don't matter. They still married. God damn it. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all find it every... I mean, I don't know. I don't know. But why they worry about her cheating on her on her, on her husband? Worry about you cheating on your boyfriend, your husband, and you were cheating on your girlfriend. I mean, shit. I mean... That's what I said. Then this is what I'm trying take to the say. Dick out your, take that other nigga dick out your mouth and worry about that. They find everything <laughs> to, break a, to break a person down, but y'all won't do the white folks like that. Y'all, y'all complain about Donald not. Trump. Donald Trump to me now is a murderer. And I'm gonna say the reason I say that is because he could have prevented a lot of these deaths. Allegedly. Allegedly. Okay, allegedly. allegedly. Because he could've he could have prevented a lot of these deaths with corona. He could have done what he was supposed to do and, and done it in a in a um a timely battle and closed the government down. Y'all worrying about the economy. The economy was still going. It was just a little slow. We were ordering from goddamn Grubhub. People start opening up new business. No, no, seriously. Right, right. People would start new business like the Instacart, like the Uber Eats and the Grubhub, the Postmates, like uh, the pharmacy deliveries. Um, you just wasn't getting people in Zoom there. Zoom stock went through Zoom, the roof. Zoom, yeah. Zoom stock went up. You know what I'm saying? Stuff was still going around. It just wasn't your friend shit that was still going around. Mm -hmm. But it was new stuff going around. It, it wasn't was, his shit because wasn't nobody going to the hotel because wasn't nobody vacationing. Thank you. And he owned hotels. Right. So then what y'all did was say, okay, hey, let's add another stipend to the unemployment check. $600. People were loving it. Yeah, you had some people doing illegal shit. They been doing illegal since illegal been the word illegal. Shit, you know some what I'm of saying? his friends, he shit. Allegedly, some of his friends do illegal shit. Oh, okay. Shit. I mean, I'm right. saying. They doing more who than the government, Who believes in the, who, who, what regular American person believes that politicians are not crooked? Come on nobody, now. Nobody believes that. Come they on do now. their slowest carol syrup. Yeah. But all I'm saying is. Oh, well, that Alec is syrup. That's real nasty. I know. Oh. It's slow. It's and nasty. Uh, mm. <laughs> all I'm saying is stop watching people pockets. Stop watching what people do. Let people live how they live. Now, the granted, we we agree on the so uh, the pandemic being good and bad. Some good, some bad. You know, you got the domestic violence and all that type of stuff. And then good when it's taught you like like Allah said, um, facing your realities, learning how to communicate with each other, learning to love one, learning to love what was what's most important in your life, realizing what's the important things in your life. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. They getting them little six hundred dollars now. On the other end, I could talk about some other stuff when it comes to property management, but I'm not going to do that. What I'm all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, is that we got to do better. That's why we still in the rut that we're in now. We do got better to do better. Like supporting each other. Yeah, or do supporting each, supporting each other, and you know, being there for each other. The Republican Party. Pick it up. The Republican Party. Uh -huh. They know that man be lying through his teeth, your teeth, they teeth, everybody teeth. They still stick with them. They still stick with their kind. They still, even if they doing undercover in the public, they don't goddamn be uh what it was, uh alternative facts. Mm -hmm. They're gonna make up new words. They're gonna, you know what I'm saying, they're gonna justify why he's doing what he's doing and they're gonna stick together. You could do that with the evangelicals. I mean, no, what I'm saying is times. No, what I'm saying is with the Democratic Party mm -hmm. or the black community, you don't have that. You don't have no unity. So
soon as somebody come through. Oh, she locked them up. 15, 20, she was a fucking prosecutor. What do you want her to goddamn do? Oh, she made a law in this and third. Then I have another young lady who's on my own page. She said that she don't like the ticket because when her job, when her business that she had, which was the bonding company, her business, uh, the name Kamala Harris was thrown out in the meetings a lot of times. And she was the one that was pushing for the reform of bonding companies to close them down. Mm -hmm. So she feel like she don't like Kamala because of her stance on bonding companies. And that's how she lost her business. Mm -hmm. I, if, there, if, if it's something personal like that to you, I get it. But you're just going by what she say and he say, you're not doing your job, which is researching and figuring out what it is that she stands for now mm -hmm. and what he stands for versus what you got this other man that we done seen her did for four she years. She ain't even, first of all, she is going to, she would be the vice president. Right. Let's just go there. Okay. So just to me, it's just too much even being put into that. When it comes to her stance and where she is. Now, I will tell y'all this. Now, we do have a person running for president named Jade Simmons. Mm -hmm. She's a um, a black woman that's running for president that um, I've been seeing a lot of people kind of post and talk about. The thing about it is they put too much emphasis on Kamala because I just don't even understand why that would like no, nobody ever that's what i'm saying nobody nobody ever took pence apart like that right. like they're trying to do I mean, he thinks with jesus her huh i mean he thinks jesus talked to him every day like literally no listen to what i'm saying but nobody like dissected him like they're trying to do her i'm pretty right. sure he's been a part of well a lot of people will tell you don't don't um let Donald Trump stand there because you don't want Pence in now. Exactly. But they don't break him down, like, don't break him yeah. down like that. Like, for whatever reason, that's just what they do to women. But, um, and I ain't going to necessarily say black women because there are some other women Older of different men. nationalities yeah. that they just, that's just what they do. Mm -hmm. That's that's the name of the game for them. Like, women shouldn't hold those positions in their minds and things of that nature right. where they don't feel like they are worthy not necessarily worthy enough but they don't feel like that's a part of what women should do but when i found that article about jay simmons and just kind of read up on it and they were saying they said that she was on the breakfast club a couple of weeks ago and she was saying how it's hard for her to get onto mainstream media like they just kind of shut her down off of um yeah, mainstream because, me because media. see here's the thing about the united states they they only really care about two main parties, and that's Democrat and Republican. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you have the liberal, but they don't give the liberal too much, too much time. You know what I'm saying? They have to have been be some. Ooh, excuse me. They have to be some rich ass men to kind of get a little, you know, to pay for that time and that slot or whatever. Um, which is very unfortunate. Um, but here's the thing about Jade. Yeah, Jade is like the bomb. You feel what I'm saying? But. I find it so funny that we're just not hearing about Jade right when he made the decision. You know what I'm saying? And it's like they try to throw a little monkey wrench to kind of divide the vote. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then, then you course. got Kanye on there. They, now at first y'all wouldn't let Kanye be on now. But now Kanye on now. So they know it's going to be some, some shallow-minded people 
um, oh, I just want Kanye because I just like Kanye music all because Kanye popular, or that because I heard my cousin them say that Kamala wasn't hitting on them, but she did your research. You just going by what they say, and they got it from somebody else. So now it's it's a split. They always gonna split the vote. And and then on top of that, the absentee ballots. Mm -hmm. But Trump and his wife, they do absentee ballots. Well, his whole family do absentee ballots. That's how they vote. But you want to say the absentee ballots are false, they're fraud. You know what I'm saying? You want to say all of these things, but you and your family do it. Well, let me tell you something. He only says things that he knows his people going to believe. Yeah. The people that support him going to believe whatever he say. Okay. Regardless, they're not going to research it. They're going to take it in. They're going to sniff it. They're going to do whatever they put a needle to their veins to take it in. Whatever he says, whoever they are, they're going to believe what he says, regardless of what he, he could say. The sky is raining with monkeys, and they and they gonna be like, "Oh, Trump said the sky I is raining with monkeys." I do see a monkey. I see a yeah, monkey. Yeah, I see a monkey. Y'all just don't see it because y'all ain't got the same vision he got. Right. So like what? trust me, it don't matter what he says or what he does. The people that support him are gonna support him regardless. It's, it's evident by them voting him in office. I mean, all they care about is getting Supreme Court justice that's going to do this. They care about making sure abortion is illegal. And all the other stuff that's supposed to be going with that stuff, they don't, they, ain't, they look over that. But that, that somebody else had been in it. Let Obama had said, uh, had been married five times and grabbed somebody, plowed pussy and all that stuff. Right. Come on, man. It would have been a whole different We all know there's game. an agenda to everything that goes on, and we not dumb. I, I, I my It insults me that politicians – evangelicals and all them folks would even think that we are that dumb i don't think that they think that we're that dumb for one i don't think we're interested so well, that too yeah I, yeah I, that's that's what i get out of it because just being honest with you a lot of people are just now coming along with the political we you know with the politics and they're just catching on to how important all of this stuff is and it's just been in, in kind of like recent years a lot of people just been working living just trying to survive under the one thing about black people, we could conform to any goddamn thing because we have been thrown to the wolves and have had to survive under any mm-hmm. kind of leadership. Mm-hmm. All of that, to me, to a certain extent, it, it hadn't mattered mm-hmm. to a lot of black people because they feel like it's already an agenda. They already know who they're going to put in there. You feel what I'm saying? So now that people are kind of, um, I'll just say waking up and they kind of seeing the importance of certain things now they're getting interested and now they're asking questions they're asking questions that they ain't never been they ain't never wanted to know mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so that's gonna make like that's why i say i don't think that they think that we're that we're not intelligent it's just that we ain't cared and that's yeah, we ain't show no interest like we yeah. have now with the protesting you see right. a lot of young black people you know what i'm saying with the protesting even at stone mountain um yesterday yeah there were a lot I of young that. black people young black men up there mm-hmm. they were ready to goddamn knock if you book mm. but they went up there a lot of these young people are getting interested in um the protesting and the revolution right. of black lives matter and stuff like that but here's the thing i thought about it when you and Allah was talking about he was like the only black guy in his area and you mm-hmm. was like the only black guy, in, you know, where you were working or whatever. It is very strange that we end up carrying the black community on our back to try to show them that there is more to us than just what you see mm-hmm. or what you heard of. And that's, and that's right. a lot to carry and do your everyday job. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, you have to because, you don't if you if you're doing it right, you want to make sure that they that the next person black person that fills out the application gets a chance 
Right. So, and you have to, you was given a chance, so you got to make sure that the next black person who gets hired at this company may get a chance. I'm going to tell you, when I first started my, not the company I worked at before, but the company before that, mm-hmm. my first day working there, they were talking about um, abortion rates and all that stuff, and that's why they vote Republican, and if, they, if it wasn't for that, they would be voting Democrat. And then they look right over at me and said, and this should concern you too because the abortion rate is high in your community. I said, uh, no, it's not. I said, you think that it's high? I said, let me tell you something. And I almost got fired because I was kind of pissed off. I said, Hell yeah, that's, I said, what, that's what I'm saying. We can't have a high abortion rate and still have all the children to be on welfare. Y'all got to get it together. Y'all got to decide which one y'all want us to be. Y'all don't want us to be uh, have a whole bunch of abortions or y'all want us to have a whole bunch of children to be on welfare. Y'all can't decide that. So everything bad that y'all think is bad with this country, y'all put on us, and that's not necessarily the case. I'm saying because we're only 10% of the population. I said, we can't do everything. I said, a lot of your folks do a lot of stuff, but y'all don't get to see that because the media doesn't portray that. I said, so let's get it straight. The abortion rate in our neighborhood is not high. Mm -hmm. Most of the people in our neighborhood have their kids Mm -hmm. and try to raise their kids properly. I said, for one, uh, we love children. Mm -hmm. I said, for two, we love children. (laughs) I said, for three, we love fucking children. So... The the thing about that's what I'm saying. Is, you have to walk on eggshells. Yeah. You have to you have to watch what the fuck you say because people will try you like that. Yeah. But yeah. you got that community on your back. And you're right. trying to. But I'm not gonna this. let them down. I'm not gonna yeah. let them try to downplay our community. I'm not gonna let them make our try to make our community look bad to make themselves look better. Exactly. I will get fired to let them pr- to prove a point because I want you to understand something. We are not who you think we are. We're not who y'all watch on TV. I bet y'all only got. A half of black friend. Mm-hmm. Y'all talk to him, the neighbor across the street, and wave at him, and y'all think y'all friends. Right. Y'all don't know what that man goes through or that woman goes through every day. Y'all don't ever go over their house. Y'all never sit down and have a conversation mm-hmm. with him. Y'all wave him from the porch, and y'all think y'all friends. Right. So that I got me, black friends. Right. No, you don't. Right. I got black people in my neighborhood, and right. You don't even know what it took them to get over in that neighborhood. And I got a white man standing that door to me, and all we do is hey. Exactly. Well, the thing about it is when it comes to, because I had this, this dispute, I've had it several times. When it comes to the numbers and things that go on with the abortion rates, da 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 the numbers may be, they, this, is, this is my concept of it. What a woman does with her body, that is her. Now, mm-hmm. I don't agree with nobody using abortions to, as a form of birth control or nothing like that. Right. But if that is the option that you choose, I also feel like that should be your right. But as far as the numbers, like I told them, first of all, these numbers are being, uh, they're, be, they're definitely being fudged, but, and they're being moved around. Mm-hmm. Because let me tell you something. I would probably, like, to, to, I would probably, just from my friends in that line of work, from that field, they see way more other ethnicities than black right for at those abortion mm-hmm, clinics mm-hmm. and I got friends that work I think one of them uh, well a few of them work West Wayuka some of them 14th Street like they see more oh, than anything definitely, else definitely, definitely. than black people and and what what Shalita did explain to me in California abortions are free in California you don't pay for abortions and that's gonna make it a lot of a lot of people come because see sometimes well, that dollar that's, amount. Well, that's what she said. She said that that's she said that's one reason why she could believe that the numbers are a certain amount where she's from because you pay nothing mm. for an abortion in California. Versus, and she said it's actually people that come there 
move there for the you know come there and reside there for weeks at a time for those purposes mm -hmm. because they don't have to pay yeah versus here i don't i don't think abortions are free no here. they're not free here mm -hmm. From what I understand, yeah, I don't yeah, think no, so. that's three fifty, four hundred, four twenty five. I wouldn't know. I just had heard. <laughs> huh? <laughs> Laugh. Laugh. Yeah, that's what you heard. I had heard. <laughs> yeah. 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 And make you die like. Allegedly. So well, why procedure go? So how why they I hurt? Why won't they do that if you um? Why about that? Oh my god! I, I don't know, but they only do that to a certain amount of weeks, and then yeah. they give a certain amount over that they can't do. It. Yeah. So I don't know if that's why well, or what. I I something I noticed lately, just listening to the radio. Mm -hmm. Everything that's bad affects the black community worse. Everything, everything. And I said it can't be. I said because. If COVID is affecting the black community so badly, why all I see is black folks wearing masks? I mean, we wear masks more than I've, I've seen more black folks wearing masks. Than I seen well, I saw a whole family of white folks in the Wendy's <laughs> you last that. night. You felt a difference. Um, Richard. they had five, about I'm ten sorry, of them. Then one of them had a mask. Every black person in the Wendy's had a mask on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, but it just seems like everything COVID affects us bad. It was something else they saying? Oh, they were saying. Uh, losing a job and the economy affects us bad. Like everything that that affects a person well, badly is look, us. Yeah, because because systematically, everything is against us. You I know, but I just don't it. think I just don't think that everything. I think there's a narrative within there to make them think. To, I know, mean, you have you have a lot. You have a lot of people, like you said, with the mask situation. You have a lot of people, especially Karen and them. Mm -hmm. They got posters. I don't want to wear no mask. I shouldn't have to wear no mask. I'm gonna get my service. No, you're not gonna get service. You was in the DMV. Everybody, even people of your race, in the DMV saying, "Ma'am, you're putting my life in jeopardy. Mm -hmm. You're in here while I'm not sick. We don't know just because you're not sick don't mean that you're not a carrier. Right. Because it, it, it has been proven that there are a lot of asymptomatic people that carries this germ, this virus, that gives it to other people who immune system or maybe that as strong as yours. Mm -hmm. So, ma'am, can you put your mask on? While I'm here with my boyfriend, he like, baby, just go outside. Mm -hmm. Like, not this time. Because apparently she do this all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, on the video that was that went viral. Yeah. And, you, and, and you, of course, you do have some black people that say, I shouldn't have to wear, you know, these woke, holistic type people. Well, I got elderberry in my system. I don't need to, baby, if your system... Uh, Elderberry ain't gonna, you know what I'm saying? Like, what? Yeah, like, I, I, I shouldn't have well, to I wear masks. Like, I said, just like, like voting. Everybody say voting don't count. Do it just in case. Vote, vote, vote. Just in case. Because you got that group of people that say, oh, voting doesn't matter, so don't vote. Now you got people say, well, they said vote don't matter, so they vote. Right. I mean, wear your mask so you can smell your breath when you know how to brush properly. I mean, just right, right. just whatever, whatever <laughs> comforts you. I mean, you. if you don't want to wear because of COVID, wear it to smell your breath. So now you know I what, don't have to smell. But you know what gets me when you be done for got that shit in the goddamn car, you at the door. Goddamn, <laughs> right? You gotta, you gotta turn around, you gotta right on back in there. Then walk back to the car. I mean, you, be like, you be like, God, I don't even want to do this shit no more. <laughs> I did it at the beauty supply store the other day. Yeah. Me too. They was like, well, we got, well, you can buy one. I know I was at the West End Mall. And I was like, fuck, I don't have a man. He's talking about the lady in there, she'll give it to you for 150 
Oh, baby, they they taking it. They going. And she through. added tax to the shit. Yeah. <laughs> Bitch, I like slept you with that damn man. I just didn't feel like walking all the way down the parking lot. Right. It was hot as hell outside. And I was rushing to do whatever it was right. I was doing. Right. They yeah, get, they, they, they definitely. They get you on that rush comeback. Oh, yeah. yeah they definitely do. But look, did, did you all know that globally. Okay. They are trying to lower the age of consensual sex. Mm. Yeah, now yeah, you yeah, all yeah, yeah. know about I the see you gate, I see the you post gate, all this stuff going on, all these high class people now about to get, be brought up on these um, pedo- these you know, pedophilia charges yeah. and stuff like that. So now they're trying to basically lower the age, and of course, each state. I think it's state got what, state what, got it what, or what, something what like is that. Sixteen. Now for Georgia, it is. It's sixteen, but anything up under sixteen is statutory rape. Correct. Okay. I thought Georgia was 17. Uh-uh, Georgia's 16. Because if a 17-year-old and have a sex with a 16-year-old and them parents want to press charges on their, on their boy or their girl, you know what, what I'm saying? Happened, though? They must have just lowered it because it was a, uh, remember that teenage guy who went to jail? He was like 17, his girlfriend was like, oh, he, he was like 18, his girlfriend was like 17 or 16 or, or something like that. She was 16, talking about the white, and yeah, that, that yeah. was my cousin up in Rome, and she, Georgia. And he went to jail. Oprah Winfrey got him out, yo. He went to jail. Yo. So the, it must, they must have just lowered it. Well, see, also, it also mm. with, the, what comes behind what the parents say. See, because you have little girls like that. Oh, he raped me, he took it when it was consensual. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But then she turned around and said it was consensual, but of course the parents... See, you know what I'm saying? It still said that you were 16 and he was 17 going on 18 or right. whatever the case is. Even though I think she was like three months shy of 17 mm-hmm. or something like that. They was like, still, she was still 16 at the time. And we're going to lock him up because that's a statue on the books. Like, even the judge didn't really want to do that. But the statue on the books said 10 years. Mm-hmm. So those books and stuff, those old statues. Because really, technically, when you commit adultery in the, in the law books, you're supposed to go to jail. But the white folks do it so much, they were like, we ain't going to jail. Ain't nobody going to jail. Everybody just Scratch do it. Scratch that. Scratch that. Scratch that one out. Scratch that one out. They still in there. Put a line through that. Put a line, yeah. Put a right. red line so you can't even like, read it. For real. Like. But no, but seriously, there, there are a lot of things out here in this world. It's changing a lot for us. Um, we Like Donna said, you either kind of get with it or get lost in the sauce. Yeah. Because um, mm. they trying. They trying with these vaccines. They trying with them chips, yeah. them R, what are the RFID chips or you whatever. Get, you getting Doritos? You like barbecue? What, what kind you getting? What you talking about? The I chips. Like the, I like the, I like the, the <laughs> cheese kind too. Okay, I like the, I don't like the, I don't like the famine chips. I like the regular yeah. chips. Right, you know, right. Yeah. Open your car door with your own. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but no, they're trying to do a lot of things and we have to keep our eyes open mm-hmm. and we got to kind of redirect the energy of these kids. They like the kids, they not scared. But you got to teach them when not to be scared and when to be scared. Like, you know what I'm saying? Not really scared, but when to kind of be t- mindful. But, we, we be gotta, mindful, but yeah. as parents, we also have to educate ourselves so we can educate them properly. Yeah. I mean, well, we this, all can go on. The we thing all about know it is, though, right. No, and, I don't. I don't know how to work. We need to show them how to open a book and read a little bit. And I get on that all the time. We do not read. We do not read to I our children. My children. We do not re- let our children see us reading. They see us on Instagram, twerking, making see videos, me reading. talking to this nigga, doing all the other shit that really does yeah. not matter. I agree. And they're not reading anything. We have to read. Man. My kids, th- my kids think I'm the smartest thing going. 
They ain't met me yet. And I am. They said they ain't met me yet. And I am. So as far as you know who they know in their life. Right. So they ask me questions. Mama, so when when the lights, when the when the moon go up there, you know, um, what did Elijah say to me? Something about the moon or some shit recently. The lightning. Mm-hmm. It was lightning the other night. Uh, the storm that had came through. Mm-hmm. And he was like, uh, we five miles from the storm. I said, how you know we five miles from the storm? Because the lightning, then you gotta you gotta count how many how many seconds or the number between the lightning and the thunder and, and the thunder and you you know what I'm saying? And I said, who got who? Well, it was a thing on Instagram that said. I said, <laughs> let me tell you something. I said sometimes they be true and sometimes they don't. I said you have to do research for yourself. Mm-hmm. They'll come ask me, well, Mama, what such and such? No, Google is your friend too. Mm-hmm. I may not know all the answers. I want you to learn to start researching but yourself. They trust, they trust your, they trust your. And answer. I get that, but I want them to start, like Lab said, start researching stuff for yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't go because your friend said if you go to the store at night, you gonna trip up on a block. You know what I'm saying? Like, go research some right. shit. You have to research, and see, people don't realize this. there's a lot of stuff on on the internet that are, that's free. That's there are a lot free? of these theses and stuff uh-huh. that these these people write for a college that they post them to the yeah and those leases actually have to be accurate yeah they have to do it in order to get a grave in class so you go yeah. you you want to look up how lightning done it's probably a thesis for that right and it, you just have to read through it and it's free you just download and read i read a lot of theses all the time yeah but i usually like you said they, they have to start and the thing about it is this their best friend if they lose so it they lose their life you know what I'm saying? So you gotta learn from. But that would be all the more reason to um to kind of push it, like um. Cause cause there's some kids that are naturally just inquisitive. Inquisitive, right? They're just naturally inquisitive. They just you know what I'm saying. So with them, they will be more likely to probably go and read. There's some children that ain't just out here living. They ain't gave a damn yet. Ain't gave a damn yet. Yeah, like you got, but. Seriously, but but when you see that you have a child like that, is that a reflection of the, the parents or a reflection of the child themselves? It some uh, it, it depends mm-hmm. because I got four kids. I got one that could care less about certain things, but it's up to me to kind of put get them put put, put it on her mind. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like, did you know such and such such? Now nah, what 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 does that mean? So now I say something to you about it. The next time you hear it. It's going to resonate with you. So that's what I'm saying. Like, th- this whole pandemic stuff, if you, like, if this was a time for you to get to know your children. Because mm-hmm. y'all around each other mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. You get to know their, their personality. Even if you, you, you be around them still, but you just get to know it's more in, in depth mm-hmm. at this point because you're ma- around them more. Like, like, with a, like with, for me, my person, like, with Aria, Aria is naturally inquisitive. She acts shit that you just be like, not right now. Like, I could, I'd have to be like, not right now. And then she'll come back later on and be like, oh, I found the answer. Yeah. <laughs> not only did I not know the damn answer, I wasn't finna be bothered with that. Right. I'm glad you found it. Now tell me what's going on. Well, I had one one of my kids seem like he was getting into a depressive state because of the quarantine. Absolutely. And you know how, like, they always say, you know, check on your children, check on your family members who, who just kind of quarantine. So the twins have been more quarantined than any of us in the household. Mm-hmm. Like Indy, because Indy go to work. Mm-hmm. And then Moo she gets to get out and go with Spencer. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so the twins are always there. Um, it got to the point where he don't want to play football anymore. 
He was like, and then, you know, he came with this watered-down-ass game. Why you want to play football? Because I just think I need to get my life together and get myself together and focus on more important things in life. And, you know, just one of them watered-down-ass game shit. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, and then well, I'm, and then I'm like, down, that might be how he feels. No, but he's always been playing football and making straight A's. You feel what I'm saying? So I'm trying to figure out where it's, you know what I'm saying, where it's coming from. He but sat in this room and said, you know what? No, but I then, but then he said, "Mama." No, then he said, "He said, well, Mama, you know how you always get on. You got on NBA Emmanuel by that ninth grade year. I was like, that ninth grade year is a crucial year for it you. It is because if you mess up, you'll be making that shit up in twelfth grade mm -hmm. when it's time to get up out of there. You know what I'm saying? So I said, okay. So then when I say let's go, so I said, do I gotta go? I don't want to go. You just want to stay in the game all day. I take the game." You want to stay in your room all day, like in the upper room. You just want to sit up in there. What the hell is up in there? It stank. Y'all be in there like y'all want to bathe and shit. You know, boys. And, um, well, my boys and most, most boys, boys, most boys, they. Washing their ass ain't on the agenda. Ain't on the agenda. That is not the main thing on the agenda. I'm going to tell you that now. I'm like, when did that take you a bath? Monday. What's the day? Another Monday. <laughs> Man, get your ass in there. Yo, get your stinky ass up off my goddamn sofa. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, don't no, seriously, on the series. But no. yeah, he probably, he I probably know, you know, I, started, I started noticing it. Mm -hmm. And for those who don't believe in reading, just don't even listen to what I'm about to say. But my cousin ended up getting a reading. They popped up in her reading. And she said something about football. And she said somebody is going through a mental health issue right now. Um, and when she said it to me, I said, damn, I was just saying that about Elijah. You know what I'm saying? So they just kind of, you know confirmed what I'm saying, it. confirmed it for me. And so what we did was we kind of got him out of the house. And we had wings and, you know what I'm saying, we went over our house and we played and he laughed a lot. And then I got some of the hair cut off his head, Bear. Shout out to Bear CEO, Bear with them Bear cuts. Um, he was, you know what I'm saying, he, he cut his hair out. He was looking good. He felt good. He had them bathes, had them some no clothes. We advertising on here. Okay, keep going. Bear came on our show before. He did. With me. Okay. We got right. me. Right. You know, Bear My CEO. bad. I'm just fucking with you anyway. That's how I met, no, that, no, that's how I met him on the show. Anyway. And, shut up. Anyway. So, he's, you know, you, you kind of noticed the upbeat. So, me and her was like, Operation Get His Ass Out of the Fucking House was a success. You know what I'm saying? And so, now... It's a little bit more uppity. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's a little bit. I don't know if their helmet, because they have would look like a fucking helmet was just on their head. That's how much hair they had on their head. Because they had not had a haircut since, like, March. You know what I'm yeah. saying? We've been locked down. Right. And then Bear, because he's such a celebrity, Bear, and he don't never be there. So, <laughs> and they was like, Mom, we don't want nobody else cutting hair. I said, God damn it, if Bear here, this goddamn time, we're going to find y'all. You know what I'm saying? Somebody for the cut this shit off y'all goddamn hair. But he was there. And shout out to Bell again, because he looked out for us. You know what I'm saying? Had the twins fell like they were motherfucking Hollywood and that motherfucker. He don't spray that stuff. But he had it where it just kind of lined up. Baby, Ethan had that uh, temp fade. You couldn't tell Ethan that he was not GQ, baby. Right. He told us, Mom, all I need is my braces now. I just need my braces on my teeth, and then I'm just going to be so fat. I said, oh, okay, let me get them braces for you, baby. So. But, yeah, but no, but seriously, like, that helped him out. So that made, you think that helped his, that helped boost self, his spirit. Self, his spirit and his self-esteem because I haven't had that problem since then. It's like, the nigga zone out. You be talking to him, you be like this. That could very well. And I, you had to pop him on side of the head. Nigga, I know you hear me talking. Oh, what you say? But Elijah like playing psychological games like that anyway because he's so fucking smart. 
So he does that shit. So I didn't know if he was playing or if he was really going through a mental health. But I really thought he was going through that quarantine I uh, think mental he, health. I thing. think he probably was because uh -huh. they they're at a very very um impressionable, impressionable age. age. Yeah. So they're going into high school like it's a lot that that's gonna change yeah. going into high school. Like it's a lot that's gonna be you know that they're gonna have to go through. But I can I can see where some children would be like that. Yeah. I honestly can. So but I, I will say that I did have one that was like that, you know, um, and that shit is real. You know what I mean? Yep, so so look at your children. Don't just kind of bypass them. If you see them never wanting to go outside, always want to stay in that room. When you have family over, they don't want to participate with the family stuff like they used to, game night and, you know, whatever other curricular activities. Going to my mama's house. They just be wanting to get out. We want to go to grandma's house. Now nah, y'all can go. And we used to leave, and I used to leave him. But then I started thinking about that shit. Now nah, you getting out of this house. Start looking at your kids, looking at your spouse, looking at yourself if you feel like that. Like, because it is really real. Yep. And I promote it, but I definitely say um, as far as, like, reading and, and stuff like that, encourage it. I mean, even if, like you said, your grandma used to do you, DJ Lab. Uh-huh. How she would encourage you just by making it seem like, you know what I'm saying, she mm. couldn't read or whatever. No, she couldn't read. No, I'm saying, oh, but okay. make it, but the thing about it was she used that as, as a, a weapon, yeah. As a, a like, you know what I'm saying, as a weapon. Like, she used it as a weapon, and, and it helped oh, for it her to lot. understand, mm -hmm. but yeah. it also helped you because it's something that's still instilled in you mm -hmm. now. Right. Mm -hmm. I just found out, um, Maybe about, oh, my auntie's birthday. My auntie Jean and Adonis had a birthday on Wednesday, right? Mm -hmm. the August the 12th. But however, my auntie Jean was telling me that my that my daddy's daddy, which is my paternal grandfather, right. he couldn't read or write. Mm -hmm. And she said the way that um, he was he was trying to get a job as a janitor at, um, at I guess, a county or state building, but he didn't know how to write his name. Oh, sign his name. Didn't know how to write, didn't know how to sign his name, mm -hmm. and she was telling us how my daddy, her, and I got a set of twin uncles that's under them. Them four trained him how to write his name in cursive, so that he could go and sign his name. Mm -hmm. But they wouldn't hire him until he learned how to sign his name. And she was just saying how that was a, a pivotal moment for them mm -hmm. in their childhood, mm -hmm. and, and that they remember that part of it and he was just like i just got to learn how to sign my name and that's what they did mm -hmm. now keep in mind my my paternal grandmother was an educator mm. so i was like so we so we, so we'll get into this next week because mm -hmm. it's after five o'clock yeah but black women been making sacrifices mm -hmm. you feel what i'm saying like my grandma was was a well-known educator in lagrange georgia but my granddaddy couldn't read or write mm -hmm. so we'll get we'll get into that next week Y'all remember that now, right? Because we have to break that down. Like the yeah. Yeah, we're going to do we, we, Yeah, we go, we go, we're definitely going to talk about that next week. But thank you guys so much for tuning in. Shout out to Allah, the, the comedian, for coming through. We really, really enjoyed your cousin. Yeah. And we'll see you guys next week. Virgo season going to start. <laughs> <laughs> right. Haters going to hate. Same Misfits channel. Same, Same as this time. time. <laughs> yeah. This kid, Jerome Reach.
Don't tune in right now to Westside Misfits. 3 p.m. 24 7 DJ Loud, it's good. Get in the mix, I'm in the mix. 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 Westside Misfits, get in the mix. Westside Misfits, get in the mix. Get in the mix, I'm 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 in the mix. Westside Misfits, get in the mix. Westside Misfits, get in the mix. Going live 3 o'clock p.m. We need some service, hit them in they DM. When I'm at the spot, I go and get the pot. Cooking work while I listen to me mix a lot. They don't tell lies, they just stay fat. Hurry up, go and follow, it's tape back. Slick 316, be wildin'. Shout out those not a 2000. Get in the mix, I'm in the mix, get in the mix, I'm in the mix, get in the mix, I'm in the mix, get in the mix, I'm in the mix. Westside Misfits, get in the mix, on Westside Misfits, get in the mix, on